Well, it's nice of you to show up, Sean. Yeah, really I'm, uh, I'm very late for this podcast. <laughs> yes, we're not in Westchester anymore. Yeah. We're down here in New York City. We got some more great comics for you. Comics yeah. who are not from New York City. No, more of they... interview series we have going on here. Yeah. Here on Two Mike Minimum. This isn't the visual podcast, but we do it wow. just for our well, guests. Well, well, first, well, some, some context before we actually start. I've been here for an hour so far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> because I... I took the train in as normally Westchester people do and I was like okay Sean's on the train with me I'm assuming because we were on the same line and Sean texted me being like oh I'm driving in and there's some traffic so I'll be a little late I'm like Sean what the fuck I got hit by like three different all right so I I got a job is it a control thing no, no, I had control. It's no, I was planning because you train. lost control. <laughs> I did lose all control. I planned on taking the train in like with Peter, but then I, I had a job uh, offer this morning. I did, and then I have another thing I'm going to go to tonight. Nice. So it makes more sense just to drive in. Sure. And then my job thing went longer than the guy said it would, so I was a little late that way. I, w- I was thinking like, oh, I'll be ten minutes late. It takes me about fifty minutes to get down to Long Island City. Because like, I came here all last year for jobs and stuff. Like, I know exactly how to do it. And then for whatever reason today, uh, everyone decided, you know what? I'm just going to go as slow and create as much traffic. And like, I just sat on the triborough for like twenty five minutes. What just, I'm like, hearing is that just you masturbating. That you uh, <laughs> masturbating. So more than once. Yeah, <laughs> no, like... I, I was able to pop off a few. It's a constant. <laughs> yes. It's a constant. I mean, that's why I did the car. No. But yeah. So I've basically been here for an hour speaking to our wonderful guest. Just burning all the material. Just literally burning every. We basically recorded our own podcast. Yeah. Here, yeah. But just without the equipment. I was tempted to be like, hey, just start recording on your phone without me, and we'll figure it out later. But no, that would have been so that, bad. It been bad. That would have been no good. Would you imagine? I didn't show him to a podcast. Like, yeah, we're just gonna do it off my phone. <laughs> just, uh, Actually, I did a podcast once, and it's out there. Look oh. it up. It's uh, I don't even know what it's called, but it's it was he passed around like five iPhone 6s and they mm-hmm. all had little like uh, pop filters on the microphones, okay. and we were in a van. And we were, we were all talking into them. And it sounded horrible. Some people had them like on their chest. Some people had them in their mouths. It <laughs> yeah, didn't sound good. That's not Wait, the... Didn't Kevin talk about that? I feel like Kevin talked about recording a podcast. Oh, his, a lot like of people a, have done it just on their uh, phones. So yeah, I should turn very, off mine. I'm, very I'm, popular. But anyway, no, we're here. I should introduce the... Yeah, we should introduce that third the, sultry third voice soul. we have. Well, also, my name is Peter Clark Deutsch. My name is Sean Barry. And, and this w- is... This is... You can see him at the Cleveland Comedy Festival, November 13th through the... 16th Zach Russell there it is Zach I Russell. didn't know if I was we, gonna say my name because uh, you guys we, said your name I know so. we fucked. we're off we're, and I, Sean looked at me like me, you go me, now me, <laughs> show, me, me me showing up an hour late is really throwing off our game we were we, we, I'm sort this of This feels exhausted. like a normal for you guys, though. Yeah, yeah, we're not. This is a terrible podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a terrible podcast. It's just it's, disorganized. It's poorly run. It's, it's poorly run. It's poorly run. But because, that's part of the charm. The way it works is Peter does most of it and then tells me what to do. Yeah. And then I throw in. But some, you at least have to be here. Yeah, I have. My <laughs> entire job key. is just to bring the stuff. And just be able to fill in the gaps. Bring, bring like his that's... cute little cheeks here with his cute little jokes. Add, much, the, add that yeah. to the mix. I, I throw in whatever, just some something fucked up to say midway through someone's interesting sure. story. Right. And then uh, that's what we and do. And then I have to edit it out. Yeah, he cuts out. All, he <laughs> do cuts you guys do a lot of editing? He does. I do. Well, so I do most of the editing. And like, I'll tell you for like 
each episode I cut like five minutes. Nice. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily always mean that it's because someone says something problematic. It's it could it be also boring. Could just, yeah, sometimes it's just boring. Yeah. Sometimes shit. it's just like boring stuff that just goes nowhere. That's good. Usually I'll go on rants that include slurs, but they're also not entertaining. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> that's on. important to get editing. Yeah, Zach that. Russell episode. This is why this episode's twenty minutes for you all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. It's just, uh, it's just the entire episode just me explaining why I was late. That's yeah. it. <laughs> he really he really shit on the uh, American Indians for about yeah. 30 minutes. All, all I'm saying is it's Columbus Day, damn it. Yeah, yeah. All this is what tribes happens when we get a matter. Boston comic Boston. on. This is our first Boston comic. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're a fucking queer, you wow. better... Ooh. You know, that's... He's, the, he's, hey, yo, Peter, well, that was Peter. I want to make that yeah, clear. Yeah, that was Peter. That's Peter. He really hates the Here's LGBT Here's the thing about Boston. Community. People say it's racist, but as a white guy, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, that's uh, that's fair. Yeah, no, I believe that. Well, to be fair though, I don't think it'd be racist if there's no other races there. <laughs> right, like that's true. Like, right. It's just it's just if it's Irish just, guys yeah. insulting the Irish guys who came late to the party. Like, that's, <laughs> it's a bunch of Irish dudes having a having a small dick contest. Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of a lot of lot of pasty white red faced people. But anyway, so yeah, he's from Boston. Right. Is you gonna say that our, every time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're we're here with our guest Will Hunting. If you're just joining us. <laughs> I texted them earlier. Don't use that joke. Don't use that line. Don't use that line. You guys are workshopping Boston lines. Yeah, I'm more of a departed guy than Goodwill Hearts. I hear you. I hear you. Both great movies. But anyway, so yeah, uh, first thing I'll ask you, Zach, is uh, what made you get into comedy? Well, um, I started in sketch and improv. So I'm sorry to say this interview's over. Where was the boo, uh, Sean? I, I expected I was, you to I was waiting for a boo. You yell yeah. at me every time I do say that, so I, I held off <laughs> no, that No, no, no. I mean, sketch is a fine art. No, and, sketch is and, good. Uh, I like sketch. I mean, I lo- I'm a great audience at an improv show. I will, la- I'll get very high, and then I will laugh and laugh and laugh. And I mean, a great improv show is great. I was never good at improv, but so I did a sketch and improv comedy group in college, uh, where I went to I went to Boston College, mm-hmm. and um, I just kind of walked in on a whim. I was always interested in it. I would listen to when I was going to bed sometimes, when I was like in fourth or fifth grade, I'd listen to Jeff Foxworthy tapes. Nice on my. Uh, <laughs> it's like a bunch of you must be a redneck jokes. You might be a redneck. Yeah, classic, uh, classic, <laughs> classic. Bit. I mean, it's good joke formula. No, He's no, the it's... best joke writer of those four. Uh, I like Ron White a little more of them. Oh, I forgot about Ron White. Yeah, that's, I, like, see, that's, that's how much better I consider Ron White. He's not yeah, even he, in. He's the not floor. in the college. Yeah. Yeah. Ron White is by far the but best. But like, Foxworthy's number two. I think they're all objectively fine performers. Yes. It's just we all think it's hack. So, so I grew up in Maryland, but I started comedy in, in, Boston. in Boston. So I did my first open mic in 2015 in Timonium, Baltimore. Mm. And I really started comedy, though, in earnest. Like, actually started going to mics and stuff in Boston uh, in, in the spring of 2015. So oh. I've been doing it for like four years. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. we're... Basically around the same year. When did you? Too, but uh, did you start after you like in Boston after you graduated? Did you start doing? No, comedy? I started in college. I started. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was a junior in college, so I had I had one year left, and then um, really the summer I, I did a lot of mics and stuff. And the scene in Boston is very it's it's like a microcosm of New York. I feel because there's Cambridge, there's the there's the very well educated, and you could say a yeah, little more touchy. The college, crowds. the college area, the co- right? I mean, With Harvard and Boston College, BU. That's all kind of Leslie, the same area. Yeah, there's so many. Co- I mean, uh, mm-hmm. there's so many colleges in in, in Boston. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the most. I think it's like thirty percent of the yeah. city's population. Yeah, some, it some is twenty like something. Yeah. yeah, MIT. Yeah. So you have a lot of a lot of smarties running around, um, <laughs> just running around. <laughs> oh, they're yeah. so Someone, energetic. Somebody call their parents. They're yeah. full of youth and yeah. jazz and. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, so there's the there's the pockets where it's it's educated and it's like hipstery, like Jamaica Plain. Also reminds me a lot of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like the Brooklyny scenes in in Boston, and then there's also mm-hmm. more. It's like you're in the city, just more standard clubs and stuff. But Boston, I think the scene is a lot of independent rooms, especially when I was there. Nice. The the the, the scene uh, was. In terms of clubs, it was like the Comedy Studio, which is a little more of an uh, alti club, like an alti room. And then you had Nick's Comedy Stop, which is, um, you know, it's a good club. And then you had Laugh Boston, which is like the one that like yeah, touring. Yeah, I've heard of Laugh Boston. Yeah, yeah. And so they've opened now more clubs in Worcester, um, like Woohaha. They had Dick Doherty's. They had a few rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about Boston that's interesting to me that when I moved to New York. There's such a talent drain from Boston. So Boston is filled with new people, people who are like one to four years in, and then professional comedians. No one there, there's like a dozen people who are like capable hosts and features who've been doing it for six to eight years. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. yeah. everyone who's who's who's, you know, getting good and getting quite good moves here. Oh, of course. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is this. It's it's interesting in Boston because I never saw people in Boston who were only slightly better than me i would see people who were so much better than me or the same or worse and maybe slightly but i never saw someone who was like the next level up you know that would make sense i saw the great boston comics like Corey rodriguez orlando baxter kelly mcfarland like will noonan and when i was two years in i was like i can't even what i'm doing is different than what they're doing right you know but i'm moving here it's cool to see there's you see the steps the 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 number of steps increases just because there's so many many more comedians here yeah you can see the level of experience like like, this is my next step then this one then this one mm -hmm. as opposed to two years in national headliner you know that's crazy so out of those like dozen comics who are in boston why are they still in boston it's a fine question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of them like Boston. Uh, it's a beautiful city. I like Boston a lot. It's, wow. it's a nice city. Never been. Um, <laughs> no, I've actually haven't... never been to Boston. It's really good. <laughs> There's been like to like his mom's house and then his grandma's house. And before. San Antonio. And San Antonio. <laughs> That's all I've ever... That's it. Boston, I do like Boston a lot. It's like city. one of the... It should yeah. be one of your first stops if you're trying to do other shows. I mean, well, that's so I shows. go to Maine every summer, but like... You we go never, to Maine? We never he goes, skip Boston? He likes to avoid all the places we where never, people We don't have anything. So actually, one of my good friends from high school now lives in Boston, and he actually Invited me. He invited You're me there a for w in the Hall of Weekend, <laughs> but I never, you know, I'm West. busy. Yeah. It's become, it went from it's a t- W-O-S-D-O-N, Boston. Boston. Park the car and have it. Yeah. All right. One of those, we're done. All right. Well, I'm glad we did that. Everyone in Boston hates us now. They already did. They already did. from New York, they automatically hate us. That's also something about Boston is that, and I hate to generalize crowds in specific regions, but I do feel like Boston crowds are just, they're tough. They're just tough eggs to crack because mm-hmm. they're all also very funny. Everyone yeah. like a I, Boston I feel person. Like it's is, a city of like ball busters. Yes, it's just like every dude knows how to roast the other dude next to him at all times. Exactly. So if you meet someone from Boston, they're already a certain level of funny. Yeah. So like if you're on stage, you're like fucking this guy's not as funny as Vin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my guy Vin. Vin. Oh, he's dude. my dude. <laughs> he's, he's so great. There's, there's a lot of expectation from, from comedians uh, with yeah, the audience. And, and, essentially, and something that I noticed, which is interesting, I was actually glad that I that I did probably like 10 mics in Maryland and then have done a few when I go home to see the the difference between um, like the DC scene and the Boston scene. Boston is like, you come with your jokes, all right? I'm hearing jokes. I want to hear funny jokes, all right? And so there's a lot of like stand and deliver comedy where like the jokes are really precise and immaculate jokes. Not a lot of comics bending their knees, you know, not a lot of movement in, in the comics. But you go to DC 
and it's so charisma heavy. A lot yeah. of people in DC that I would, but not necessarily with the joke density or the joke the joke writing. So they're going I, more a personality than exactly. So I saw a lot of guys itself. in DC or Baltimore like I love this guy, but he mm-hmm. has nothing to say. Yeah, you know. Versus in Boston, you're like, I think his words are great, but he's so boring. You know, so New York, it's both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's been an interesting, like, you got to have everything. And I like that about New York, especially, like, you know, just like being able to, like, not, you know, like the jokes are important, but also the how you you deliver them. You need to be. Are you the, saying stuff that's interesting and engaging? You yeah, know, all that it's sort a lot of stuff. Of, it's a lot of it selling yourself here because there's so much talent here that you need to find a way to stand out. Yeah. And like, you know, you'd be the best joke writer in the world, but like if you, if you, you know, look like a foot, they don't want, they don't want you. If you and look like, like a foot. foot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You fucking could, foot. Fucking, yeah. You <laughs> foot-faced fuck. Yeah. And so, so laughs per minute is very important in Boston, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I think it's just also, um, just goes back to the thing that everyone's already a little funny there. So you got to keep people's attention. Yeah. You know, so if you don't have a high laughs per minute or if it feels like you're dawdling. Yeah. yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. I think people just don't feel like they have the time for it. Yeah. I, I can get, you know, I, and you know, I watched clips of you to prepare for this. I, I get that sense from your comedy too. I do not. Like it's very. <laughs> I, I watched your clip. I saw a joke wasteland. <laughs> I saw a post-apocalyptic District yeah. 9 set for yeah. you. No. There were seven minutes, two jokes. <laughs> so yeah, I do try to keep the jokes dense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'll, you know, I also try to keep it loose. So you don't want to like that's something that I've that I've yeah. uh, tried to challenge myself with. I guess is trying to you know be less scripted. I write out every joke like word for word. You know, um, even like pauses or something or like practicing pauses. Like I, I'm I'm pretty rehearsed guy, so I try to have it come off. Obviously not that way, but uh, yeah, I do try to keep because I feel like if I'm not delivering you like a laugh every fifteen to twenty seconds or, or or even quicker, like why are you watching me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, some comics find it very important. I think there's an importance to it. Other comics feel like they want to like take you along something, and I appreciate those comics a lot because they risk a lot. Like, I I think the prime example I was like Mike Birbiglia, where this is a one long trajectory of a joke, but yeah, he keeps you engaged for the most part with the punches. He has punches. punches. Like his punches are kind of pretty space. Like I've never heard him just go back to back jokes of like tagging something, which is fine. Like that's his style. But like you know, I think I think I hear that actually is a criticism a lot from older comics is that they find, they don't like people doing so much storytelling. Mm, fuck Santa, them, they rather, <laughs> well, no, I, I understand that a little bit Pizza too. Pizza storyteller. He's like, so we're learning. If you ever seen somebody go on, well, I tell a little story on me. No, but, it's just you know, oh, these new comics doing well, stuff. I don't. Like, I think when you just go on stage, you're just you know telling like my dad used to beat me. That's funny. And like, not, I'll <laughs> fucking laugh, but like when it's just like a traumatic story, like there's no jokes in it. Well, of course. Yeah, I think it's the the, the Hannah Gadsby-ing of it all. I haven't seen Annette. I have. And it, it, she has, here's the thing, people, are, there's a lot of jokes in it. There's I a lot of it. jokes it, in Annette, yeah, yeah. It's just that it, the last 25 or so kind of just peters out. Well, it's my, just because like people are like, oh, she's talking about getting raped. That's not funny. You know? And yeah, just, every, like, everybody tenses up. Clip. It's a whole thing. Peter thought I was hilarious. The rape part, he was like, "Do it again." <laughs> <laughs> See, these are the these are the jokes he always cuts out. Every yeah, time. that was a good one. That's you got to keep joke. that like in. Every every, every like time, that. every time I make that anything, it makes me. him look bad. Yeah, that got me. I guess the 
the when he <laughs> pops the mic. That's what I know it's in there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. But going back, because we got a little off topic originally, but you, I was asking about the the dozen comics who are still in Boston. Yeah. I'm and sorry. I'm wondering. Yeah. yeah. No, it's fine. We, you know, that's, this, that's well, this some people podcast, we riff. Yeah. Some people. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's I love it's the, fine, the creative the tension between oh, you guys. So we, <laughs> you couldn't be more opposite. We really. It's like it's like somebody put you through like a black light, like inverse machine, and you came out as Sean. That's what it kind of looks. That's what we described it is as Peter's the dork and I'm his bully like that's yeah. just like yeah. it's like I'm like yeah. we're forced to like the teacher's like they need to get along yeah <laughs> so and, then, and then like when you're on episode 100 he's just gonna bring a gun in and kill you because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens to bullies now hey yeah. bullies aren't safe bullies no, I think they're the new victims the, bullies. I think so man yeah yeah, bullies. Well, they they need an advocacy group. I, the bullies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying all these kids. Um, students for against bullying. Honestly, dude, if I see if I see a guy that looks like a skittish nerd, I'm more scared of him now than a stereotypical bully. Oh, 100%. I feel he's that like, too. He's like, if I walk in, you know, going back to middle school, and I'm just like, I'll just take your lunch money and beat you up. The other kid's gonna shoot you. Yeah. and then write his name in your blood. Like, yeah, that's what he's gonna. Especially do. when you go to an open mic now, and you you talk to someone who's just like a little more awkward than the already awkward comics sure. and like they go up and they bomb and you're like oh i think that might have affected him a little too much <laughs> it's like oh he's not used to I'm this i'm not coming to this yeah. mic ever again well uh, i'm glad i wore my bulletproof I'm, vest I'm, I'm, by the way i'm surprised no open mic has been shot up yet let's get off very this i know you don't have a ton of listeners but i don't want to incentivize the few you have <laughs> well no we're very anti-shooting up no open you mics. have a lot of listeners in russia and yeah, uh, i know all of them have guns but they yeah. Can't get visas. So. There's a nice little ocean they need to get across. They, yes. no, they can get visas. It's just they, they have, can. They have yeah. to get visas, unlike most Europeans. That's most true. Europeans can come with yeah, that. Even visa, then, like our country, yeah. we're pretty cool with Russian at this point. So, uh, well, you know, you know, people in the government Top are. Yeah, government. Like, <laughs> but anyway, so who did you guys vote up. for? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Gary Johnson and Gary, Gary Johnson. Gary, nice. And Jill oh. Stein. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was for the Gary Johnson Jill Stein ticket. <laughs> yeah, I, every year I write Mitt Romney. No, oh. every year, even even off election years, I go in and they're yeah, like, "What are you doing at the firehouse?" I'm like, "I'm just here to scribble Mitt Romney in the bathroom." You do look like you're a bastard, Mitt Romney. Like, do just I? A little bit, right? Like, not, he looks like, like he like could Mitt be one Romney, of his like, like fucked an Irish lady or something. Yes. He looks like he could be one of his like rich nephews. Yeah, like, rich like, asshole. Do you nephews. have a rich look? I don't know if you have a rich look because uh, I've thought about this. I've you know when trying to make self-deprecating jokes about. Uh, myself and like I look like I'm not saying you need those jokes, but I don't know what I look like. I could say you pull you could pull I'm off so like standard a standard white. You look like the school shooter's friend. If you're standard white, you can pull off like, rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. pull off rich. Yeah, I feel like you have to. If you I don't put know. on a blazer, look, like a nice shirt, you either like, look rich or you look geeky. Yeah, you know, those yeah, are like the two. yeah. Like, like throw on like a throw on a blue shirt and salmon shorts. You're a rich white douche, right? But you throw on glasses and like a shitty scraggly beard nerd. Is there a way yeah. to, that I don't have to put on a costume? <laughs> to no. Do, a bit about do, you, do you not dress up every time you go on stage? I go up as the I hamburger. Put, I put a you collared shirt on for this podcast. <laughs> dressed up yeah. for this podcast. Up this podcast. Nice flannel. It's funny. He was sitting down. He was like, <laughs> yeah, shirt I'm, 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 yeah. I'm making sure they I thought like, about showing him my Halloween costume to this. What's your uh, Halloween dude. costume? <laughs> Sacagawea. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I put on brown face. Uh, Happy Halloween, by the way. Happy Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's released on Halloween. Oh, uh, nice. I'm going as Hopper from Stranger Things season three. Okay. This is just, just a Hawaiian shirt. going to be the nice. Slenderman again. You're going to be Slenderman again. You- that sounds like you've been pigeonholed, like you've been typecast as Slenderman. I have, because I'm a tall, skinny white guy. I'm like, this is the best costume I could ever no, come I mean, up with for myself. So yeah. I'm just do you do go- it well or do you half-ass it? 
I have like well I have like a I mean like you've done a, it six he, years he, in a row yeah no, I've only done it once before, okay he came was, in last yeah. year wearing it and, and he all he said blackface on though too to make it, full, <laughs> to make it like, but isn't full. his face white uh, that's, that's, yeah that's what no, I, he was making no, a no, bold so statement like, so uh, you know those um what are the morph suits yeah, yeah it's yeah. a morph suit yeah. so right. it's like you put it all over yourself sure. I just thought it was and uh, the and that, idea that someone what, put have you ever gotten a boner in a morph suit. That must um, stand out real hard. So that's why I wear like t- you have to wear like wear two pairs of underwear. <laughs> no, so like, yeah, he, if you don't that, wear it that, at all. That bad boy is skin tight. It's, yeah, it is like. And let me say, tell you, my boy Peter is a Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Sean. Yeah, good, good looking. Rippling abs, smooth underwear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holy shit, guys. But anyway, anyway, back to my back question. To these, uh, well, we, we, can, well, we have to get back to the jokes. We're always getting yeah. back. No, I'm just saying, if there's a lull, we can get back to it. That's how yeah. we do. You we, thought that was a lull. I don't think I think that was less of a lull. That was a lull, Pete. What 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 do you want to talk about? (laughs) No, no, no. Let's let's talk about it. No, I mean there are some great comments, and I think they they might move to New York eventually. They're so they're very good. um, These these few that are yeah, and I think they're eventually going to move to New York. I think I think there's there's two strategies when you're moving to New York because it does seem that all roads for comedy lead to New York or LA, Um, but some people want to do the approach of like I'm going to have to start over anyway. I might as well move now. And that's kind of what I did. You know, I felt like I was decent enough to move and not just go back to square one. You know what I mean? Like starting at mics and stuff, but being decent at comedy. And then there's some people who want to, you know, get a late night or something, or they want to do JFL. They want to come in hot, you know, so that they can get here. And within a few months, they're, they're booked, you know, 20 times a month yeah. minimum. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they really come up with some plans. So so that's some. And then some people just like Boston. Some people have, have gone, have adopted the um, the producer promoter role as well as comic. Like there's some great, very funny producers who, and that's a little bit of why some of the independent scene flourishes because Boston is a great place to live. And you can also go to Connecticut, Rhode Island, New yeah, Hampshire. Yeah, I feel like you could just dominate there's a the New entire England New England scene. there. Yeah. Exactly. So... You, those those you know Will Noonan, uh, Dan Crone, the the Kelly McFarlane, these professional comics can make a living mm-hmm. just doing the New England circuit, and they can travel if people pay them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you can stay there. You can go to Maine, Vermont. There's a whole bunch of states that you can make money in. Um, and then some people just like running shows. Like my, I used to run a show uh, every weekend at Bill's Bar in Boston in Fenway Park um, with my friend Rob Pooley. I think I've actually went there last summer to really to drink, not to not to watch nice. a show. But yeah, it's attached to Lansdowne, which is a very popular yes. bar. Yes, I, I, I might been in Lansdowne. Yeah, but Bill's Bar is adjacent to it. So go okay. out to Bill's Bar every weekend. Hit up Rob Pooley for uh, booking. I'm kidding. Don't don't reach out. Please don't blow up his DMs. Uh, yeah, for every spot Rob gives you, you need to give me a spot. That's uh, that's a conversion rate that I've worked out with Rob. Uh, no, but I mean Rob is a super funny comic. Um, but he he works on videos a lot, and he he does mm-hmm. uh, he produces the show, and you know you can make some decent scratch from from I call it scratch, not dollars. You can make some decent scratch from running a running a show. And um, I mean, yeah, some people are just comfortable in in Boston. They just don't want to leave, you know. But uh, it, I feel like people who really are just going, I want to be a stand up, move to New York. So that's why there's the big talent drain. You know, so many it people. Sense, I don't yeah. know if you've met a, a lot of people recently from Boston, but droves have been moving Re- within the last few months. I think like ten of my friends have moved. See, I actually know someone. And who six j- of my enemies. I actually know someone <laughs> who just moved to Boston to start doing stand-up. Who? Uh, Kendra Dossey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, so yeah. she just moved there from Connecticut. Yeah, she, she seems yes. to be I don't, like she kind of seems to have been at least asserted herself into the scene somewhat. You know, yeah. 
Like, uh, I don't know, I'm just here getting on shows all yeah. the time and stuff. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Kendra. You can how, get, you can get uh, decent stage You can time. watch both of us on uh, November 15th at Pace University. Yeah. How hey, often nice. do, like, um, do people kind of like, like, what's like the in- incubation period for like a new comic in Boston from like open mic to like, okay, they're doing like some someone's showcase oh, like every now and then? <clears throat> Honestly, like year year and a half yeah i think i mean sometimes you'll have people some some wonderkin who are who are there six months in and they're still a little new but they're they're funny enough to 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 get on some shows i feel like you're getting on shows consistently when you're about a, a year year and a half in if you're good mm-hmm. um and then yeah because there's so many so like people are always looking like for spots to be filled and all that i think it's a good supply and demand yeah. level i think i mean obviously the 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 best rise to the top and get the most bookings but you can be not great and still have a a pretty full calendar (laughs) (laughs) so it's not that saturated you're saying in terms of like i mean especially now i don't know i i've because they're all they're all i mean they're all i don't want to start shitting on people but i've seen shit on them i've seen i'm not gonna name who's who's the worst comic you've ever seen the (laughs) word we're only gonna post this in every boston comedy facebook group yeah um no i mean i've seen some lineups though that's like okay you know yeah that's all i'll say that's all i'll say every every that in new york every every comedian has that where you're like they've put those people together that's the worst idea i've heard everyone has their likes and dislikes yeah so so yeah i'm sure some people see me on a show and they're like fuck that guy you yeah know? well yeah. you know sometimes you just don't jive with an audience i mean my my first set of white plains comedy club fucking bombed miserably that was more because like, they had 35 comics on in a row and i was like mm, i know i love those true. shows i feel like everyone else on that show though was able to handle it at least yeah, a no, little I did, better i, I did a lot I better did. yeah no i, I did better i'll tell you who's really good Sean's always very happy when he does better than me at a show Tiny how could you not be how could, yeah. i mean you got it if your friend bombs and you kill and you I have only, i've only enjoyed watching peter bomb one time and that's that's true that was <laughs> yeah. in san antonio that's the only time i've ever been like this makes me happy yeah yeah so i i do like in boston that that they do they're they're all pretty savvy and they 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 get the jokes and stuff and um you know there, there's a bit of kind of the 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 williamsburg brooklyn effect where you can offend some people especially if you're in cambridge or something but they're smart you know and that's really all you that's the most you can ask for is like that they because i went to, i did a show in uh in in maine and boy it's we're, like we're i don't maine. even consider it uh I'll, I won't say specifically, but it was in Maine, and it, it <laughs> what was, the fuck uh, did he do? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was just like I was like a surprise headliner. Like I asked oh. for a spot on the show, and then I see as I'm driving up to the show, I check the Facebook event. It's my face. Oh no! And if I hadn't brought a friend, so it, the, he we, he divvied up stage time: ten minutes, fifteen minutes to my friend, twenty-five minutes to me. If I hadn't brought a friend, I would have done forty-five minutes, oh, <laughs> unbeknownst man. to me. So. Um, and I've done that show a few times, and uh, you know I'm happy to come back. And <laughs> but it's, I don't I actually don't know if I want to do that show again. It's just some of the like I don't even think it's bombing if the, if the audience doesn't understand the joke. Yeah, like that's you cannot like the joke. You that's fine. You can be offended by the joke. That's fine. You cannot think it's funny. But if but you don't understand, yeah. yeah. I really struggle when there's just there's nowhere to go. Well, yeah. it's like if you're like if because like they think you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, they're like who the fuck they, is this they're guy? Like, I'm yeah. too dumb to get it, so you're dumb now. Well, yeah. Especially when it's material that like has been proven. Yeah, it's exactly. Just like, well, like, I yeah. just find like if you have like a much older crowd and you're talking about young people things, like if I mentioned Fetty Wap, they're just like, is, is that <laughs> is that a plant? Is that a <laughs> is that is that a new shoe? <laughs> Fetty Wap. Fetty is that Wap. some kind of Italian decoration? Yeah. What is that? Yeah, this is a funny thing is to Petty Wap from Italy or I don't I haven't heard yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah it is that just that awkward like I don't know what the fuck he's talking about look in their eyes like yeah 
Yeah. Sometimes when you sometimes you'll say a line and you're like, oh, I know what kind of show this is going to be. <laughs> also, I mean, also even g- generational differences aside, like everyone's just different. Like sometimes you'll just have people who don't jive with you. Let me tell you, yeah. speaking about you know? bom- hate, hating, uh, what liking people bomb. I hated this that this guy killed. This guy killed before me. He was doing puns about muffins and vaginas, destroying. I actually, people were getting up, walking out, walking back in, laughing. It was it yeah. was like insane, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think about, especially like the, you know, I've done a lot of club spots here in New York City now, mm-hmm. and it's just like every audience is always so much different. And like sometimes yeah. you go up with your material that did really well. And then the next night, the audience just doesn't really give a shit or they don't really get it. And it's just you know like, my it's least just a favorite, struggle. You know what my least yeah. favorite part of a crowd is? Empathy. Oh, I hate my I least get, favorite empathy. part. I get that a lot. Where the audience cares so much about the people, things, and uh, plants you're talking about, yeah. like they yeah. feel bad. They're wondering if you're okay. Yeah, I I get that a lot because I talk about how I lost a bunch of weights, uh-huh. and they're always like, "Woo!" And then I do a bunch of self-deprecating fat jokes, and I'm like, they're Aww. like, "Oh, he hates themselves." Just like, you're like, "Yeah, but yeah." That's laugh. the fucking point. I hate myself more if you don't laugh I at mean, it. That, yeah, that's exactly. why I envy comedians now who have a following because, like, when they do a show, I'd say the p- comedians that have a father. <laughs> just the way you said, it, I was like, well, "That counts me out." <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I do some dead dad no. jokes, which I haven't done in New York. No, because uh, really, I don't know why actually. <laughs> I don't know why. I think New York could handle it. I think I they think. could. All right, yeah. This is therapy session now. Let's talk about your father. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, <laughs> wait, when did your... Actually, wait. Uh, <laughs> did your dad die? No, because I have a funny thing to parlay this off. Uh, well, actually, no. So one of my You know the best part friends, of a segue is mentioning that you're doing one. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> that's a classic interview movie. So you say, oh, this is a good question. I'd like to parlay and, this. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, something yeah. Different. So my comedian friend from school, his dad died when he was like 12. Okay. <laughs> And he did a show, or no, it wasn't 12. I think it was like when he was like six or something. All right. The point is, it's funnier. Uh, the point is, he did a show here in New York City called like My Dead Dad Sweet 16. And all the comics on their own lineup were comics who had dead dads. Yeah. That is yeah. not an uncommon premise. I'll yeah. tell you what, man. I've, I've been on some shows where it's like three dead dad joke comics in a row. <laughs> there, are, there, That is a running theme of the Dads comedy. be dying, dude. Yeah. yeah. Daddy dads issues are dying. very prevalent in art. Yeah. There's so many dads. You know what I hate though is comedy. as someone with a dead dad, it sucks when you're when someone's like, "My dad's dead." To me, it's like fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> yeah. How about you get pick up the phone? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah. My father. I'm sending up one way prayers. Okay. At least yours can respond. <laughs> My father wanted to play catch with me. Yeah, I know. I wanted yeah. to play Super Nintendo though. It's like, right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, a dad. Dads are good. This is a weird hug way your, to segue hug, out of. Hug your father, everyone. Hug your father. Hug your father. Um, so unless he uh, holds it too long, and then maybe talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe call mom after that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, da, 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 how often can you get up in Boston? Is it like compared uh, to New York City? Up, you can get up every every night. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get up like one place a night though. Or can you like you bounce from club to you club? You can bounce. It's you can, but you could do probably like a mic and a show. There's some there's some nights that are Wednesday is a lot of, there's a lot of shows Wednesday you could probably do three if you really if you really wanted um, weekends you can you can bounce um, from show to show uh, but Thursday is a show desert and it always has been and I don't know why but it's tough Thursday um, Mondays you can do two yeah you can do two shows a night most nights it's cool yeah Thursday have people tried to get mics starting I, I've on tried Thursday? to do a it's just, it's just that everyone's just an alcoholic cursed. so thirsty Thursdays they take it very seriously I don't know I don't maybe everyone's drinking during the week and they use that yeah. as a day of rest I have no I, I idea I guess so yeah is that when the, <clears throat> the mafia is out in the bound so no one wants to be 
Do you know anything about Boston? <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, we don't mafia, have a big mafia. mafia very, <laughs> Irish mob is the thing in in uh, yes. Boston. Like, come, Peter, yes. I, meant, I meant the Irish mafia, but it might mafia be is, to is as, again. It's, it's for Italians. Mob is the right, different, but different. mafia is like a de facto term for just any sort of like mob group. So You're canceled, like, Pete. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's canceled. Not, you, canceled you, for you, misappropriating you, yeah, yeah, mafia. Yeah, you. Uh, I was gonna say assume the you gender of the mafia. You mismobbed them. Yeah. I was bored and like over this weekend I did watch like the first hour of The Departed and like fell asleep. I, so uh, I remember watching when I was a kid, I watched Braveheart in four days. Four, I came <laughs> home from school and for four, I watched an hour every day. <laughs> it's so long. Yeah. Uh, great movie though. If you do it like that, you really feel pretty uh, good. I was yeah, you do. Uh, my favorite thing is if you watch a movie and you watch the same 20 minutes, three days in a row, but was, you just kept turning in at the same time. Like it's on HBO at like yeah, one. That's funny. Like, oh, I guess I'll check HBO. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. To see the Aquaman's you know, like, back on again. <laughs> Terrible movie. Oh, it's the first 20 minutes of Independence Day? Great. Oh, I love the first one. Give me the first and last 20 minutes of Independence Day any day of the week. Uh, <laughs> I need the bookends. I do end every set with, uh, how about them apples? And then just drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a law? Yeah, Thank that, you, that is Sean, a... for continuing the bit. Well, you look like you were reading, so I was filling time. That's my job. Well, I was figuring out the next question. No, that's yeah, why, yeah. That's well, why we I got some my... great orchards. We got some great foliage in Boston. <laughs> yeah. You'd be, you'd be retarded not well, to look care, at the foliage. They don't care to the New York foliage, them apples. You I don't know. Actually, I think that, like, their I think foliage, is, foliage is but We're the big apple. Yeah. I think New England foliage trumps everyone. I think... Maybe I don't know. It's pretty nice all around. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. What's yeah. outside of New York foliage. City? Like, the rest of New York's beautiful. Like, I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, it's the same area like, yeah, basically. New York City is just a giant testament to man's hubris. You got to get out of yeah. here sometimes. You got to just, uh, you know, my girlfriend lives in her. Her parents are from New Jersey, so like, we'll go to New Jersey. I'm like, this is beautiful, and we're just driving through suburbs. But like, yeah. it's something about just looking at chlorophyll that really gets me going. You yeah, should, uh, you should come upstate though. Like, go on the get on the Metro North on the Hudson Line. You can see like on the New Jersey side all the foliage. It's nice. very very yeah. pretty. Yeah, this time of year. Is this I an s- invite to hang out, or you just want me to independently take a train yeah, ride? Do, no. <laughs> I want you to get on a well, train do, and get the fuck out of here. Do I don't know. Yeah. Do something. Upstate. Yeah. There's apple picking. <laughs> yeah, there, and other stuff. Yeah, no, there's apple picking and pumpkin picking. Yep, uh, all great all things for, for white culture. We got some great white culture. There's <laughs> people fall. shit on it, but this is our month. God damn it! It like, is our month. October is white people month. <laughs> yeah, white people appreciation yeah, month. Yeah, we get three <laughs> days more than February, and that's. I think that's how it should be. <laughs> hey, sometimes only two. That's, is that true? Yeah, okay. 29th day of February. Oh, you're right. Leap yeah. year coming leap, up. People forget about leap years. Set your calendars. I thought you meant like October was sometimes 30. I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> you don't know. Um, you're right. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you don't know your calendar. I've never so I'm the calendar it. man. Peter, you look like you have something relevant to ask. I do. So it knocks I, me like you... 20 minutes on calendars. Yeah. <laughs> and I love. I like this has been great. You've been a great guest, Zach. Oh, I'll say that. Well, right now it's gonna go downhill. <laughs> yeah. Um. So have you done show like a lot of shows for college students? Considering how many colleges there are in Boston, like have you? Done yeah, young crowds. For, There's young crowds in, uh-huh. in, in Boston for sure. Um, I did a show at Emerson once, and mm-hmm. that was uh, they were the most empathic crowd. They mm. are. Very, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you'll hear that. I mean, it's honestly almost a hack opinion to have about colleges now that they're very sensitive. But um, yeah, I mean, you get you get. We, I did the show once that uh, I ran the show at Limelight, which is this karaoke bar mm. in Boston, and uh, Fridays would be packed out, you know, with. Um, with with a bunch of college students and uh, also just a bunch of city dwellers, but yeah, it's it's they're pretty young crowds in Boston, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, have you performed in front of a Harvard crowd? A Harvard crowd? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't I didn't do like an alum call and response section, so I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I'm imagining so the comedy studio, which is in Cambridge, yeah, 
in Harvard Square. It used to be in Harvard Square. Uh, I bet a ton of Harvard people would go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's for, for, I mean, it was right there. You could walk there from Harvard. Right. And it was a great, like the comedy studio is a pretty magical room. It, I still get taped like Dan Perlman. Do you guys know that? He's a great New York comic. I've heard of him. I, I yeah. think I've heard he's of him. He's doing yeah. his album taping. He's very funny. He, I, I don't really know him at all, so I'm just giving him a shout out. But yeah. um, he's super funny. And he sent me, he's trying to get on my show. I run a monthly show in Chelsea. So hit up Rob Pooley for Bill's Bar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but he hit me up and he's, you know, he's done, he's headlined Caroline's, I think. He's, and he sent me a tape from the comedy studio. Like, oh, fuck and like, yeah. Crowds there are, like light up mm-hmm. on weekend shows. You can get some just kill fests in there. That's they're great. really, I don't know what it is, but they really foster a great, a great room. So uh, please book me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, me too. I, I said all the same things. We just dubbed over Zach. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, um, that was all Sean's opinion. Yeah. And when you, everything's mine. And when did you move to New York again? I moved to New York in March of 2019. Okay, nice. Okay, so, so relatively new. Relatively, So yeah. how has your transition been since coming from Boston in terms of comedy? Like what have you been, what have you accomplished? What did you start doing when you got here? Well, uh, since since then, no, 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 you, no, that's a, that's a fair question. I why mean, the fuck aren't you on JFL yet? No, it's what's, like, the difference, what's the difference between New York and Boston comedy? Really, like <laughs> that's our, my morning DJ voice. Plug in some fart sound effects. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, get, Pete, give Wowza. me the best fart. I bet you. Wow, that was wetter than I thought. <laughs> Jeez, that was that was wet. Man, if I was trick, wearing glasses, gotta... I'd have to wipe those puppies off. <laughs> I imagine you have like some dry, like real cactus farts. What's uh, your diet like? Peter Peter takes, <laughs> Peter takes a little bunny poops. Like that's I what bet I bet you like. do. Just like a thousand <laughs> like, little balls. Like, I take I take shits. Yeah, you eat. <laughs> That would make sense for me, but no, it's not true. That's the biggest it's shit you've a, ever taken. You bring your own caution tape to public restrooms because <laughs> oh, you, you're going to have to I, shut that I, puppy I, down. I literally, uh, this is a true story. Uh, literally I can't wait. two days ago, I was at a show in Poughkeepsie. Just just had to shit, shit really badly. I get nervous shits before shows. I, I, it wasn't even one of those. I just had to shit and it just all, like one of those out of my, out of my butthole. And a very, very pretty woman was standing outside of it because it was uh, one that was pers- single, single mm-hmm. person. Very progressive. And I just said, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, but enjoy that, I guess. And it, yeah. That's a, that's a fair thing to say. Yeah, just I got a... Good, good for you for being polite about it. Well, I'm like, just like, yeah. you have to address it. If not, yeah. then she's going to be like, that guy took a fucking gross shit. No, exactly. But now it's... Now Usually it's, I just kind of walk out and like do a sheepish glance and we both know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just yeah. Like, I like to hit it right on the head. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Do you have any pocket for breeze? That's not a thing. It's not a bad idea. Though. Let's, though, let's yeah. write that down, though. Just like, pocket for breeze. Pocket for breeze. breeze. All yeah. right. That's going to get patented. Two Mike Minimum's patented pocket for breeze. We've entered the Shark Tank portion of the cast yeah. that's gonna get um, by- so no i mean i so i moved here and um i think you know i i heard a lot of advice from a lot of people um like um this guy that i did a brewery show i opened for him in in uh framingham which is uh the i think the portuguese capital of massachusetts <laughs> if you want to know anything about framingham the ham we found after the show we found a envelope that was like partially torn said shalom on it had a hundred dollar bill whoa and we use that to go out to a nice mexican restaurant well, I, I tell you what there's a poor timothy whose who's bar mitzvah was ruined because yeah, of it maybe. i'm sure he's he's reeling it in i hear you make bank from bar mitzvahs yeah. uh, uh, a, that's where the jewish as, wealth as, starts as, as someone who grew up in a jewish na- or like are you a jewish? jewish uh i'm half jewish but like my 
dad so my dad's jewish but he like forgot about the whole thing after he married uh, uh, a a goy yeah well protestant a pro uh, so we never uh, we never practiced but like i was around like practicing jewish people all the time where i live mm-hmm. so i went to a lot of bar mitzvahs and, yeah because like you invite your whole fucking grade and they all give you like a hundred dollars because it's a big ceremony like you become a man so they yeah a man at 13 like, all years your old family and friends you like, don't deserve up. that much money for just having a party they should circumcise you there and that's, <laughs> that's why you get a hundred dollars like i want to show i want to see pain no i'm, I'm paying for the, what, this a, is more expensive they, than most clubs they, they i could go to the it, cellar for less than a hundred dollars they have to do it at the synagogue in front of everyone yeah, being like, yeah. this is the, how the ceremony has been uh, done for thousands of years i'm in on that yeah i want danny trejo to hold up on machete, <laughs> machete and just lop it off just, yeah oh. is that his name danny Trejo. that's danny trejo yeah okay good good Whew. yeah no, you got yeah. it most permissives i went to was just like you go to the synagogue they do like the prayers and like their birthday boy or girl reads from the torah yeah and then you and all your other 13 year old people just go to like some is it a birthday is that on your birthday yeah it's on oh your, i didn't yeah, know it's that. Like I, when you turn, I know it's exactly i thought it was just like well it depends in your 13th uh, year some t- well it depends sometimes people do it on their birthday sometimes they do it later in the year but i've but never usually, been to a bar mitzvah usually, I, have, I have one of my best friends is jewish yeah didn't, did, i didn't get well, the invite well only better than a bar mitzvah though is a jewish wedding those things are fucking lit yeah they must have hated you if you weren't invited because i guess the ones maybe, i've maybe gone to they invited everyone oh yeah no I, I i there was one kid who didn't invite me to his bar mitzvah <laughs> i felt very this is literally everybody but me yeah. i'm like what the fuck did i do to you yeah uh, it's a version of a hate crime it, i think so <laughs> it's a reverse I'm, hate crime i drew a few swastikas in the bathroom whatever <laughs> yeah but that was after yeah. that was, that was well, retaliatory yeah, that, that was yeah <laughs> So everyone did it back then. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was, it was, it was the cool I thing was to doing do. the, Hindu, the Hindu symbol for peace. Yeah, I did the, the reverse. Yeah, not, yeah. It's left. If you tilt your head 45 degrees, it's yeah. not offensive. Yeah, That's counterclockwise right. is racist, <laughs> clockwise is not racist. Where, when you were in elementary school, like when you had birthday parties as a kid, would you like you'd invite your whole grade, right? Like no, when you're in third my grade? Mom, my mom uh, would be limited to like. 15 to 17 what about you sean but we'd do it big. Uh, we just invited my friends we'd do it big though i think when i was like in third grade it would be like everyone who was in my class would come it sounds like your yeah. mom like, is whoring you out for friends she's yeah, like your mom's i'm just like, gonna cast a wide net my hopefully mom, mom's like off. all right his actual friends parents suck asshole let's see if i can make some more some myself yeah yeah that's what happens when you have kids though. like your friends are now just whoever your kid picks as a like their friend it's their a gamble parents. it's a, it's like, it's like, a like roll of the dice please it please add though like please smoke you, pot when like, you think about like the weekend for parents like think about like how when you're like okay i'm going out by dad and like you just think back what they're doing like oh they're just home reading <laughs> like that's their weekend i don't feel the thing this about just, dads is like dads this is why dads die all the time dads have no <laughs> friends oh exactly. yeah no. who is your dad friends with they're not they have no one yeah. my dad would play poker every like bi-weekly <laughs> in the neighborhood he would <laughs> yeah. play solitaire poker and he'd lose every time yeah uh, like like how many times do you do you hear of your parents like going out to see friends dude my mom Never. has her ladies but yeah. the dad my, my mom yeah my mom had my dad like you know, like all of his friends moved to Florida and like now, just now that he's retired and all of his, he doesn't care about his kids anymore. He's hanging out with them. He just went on a, like a week long golf trip. I'm like, that. I guess that's, that's great. I guess it's like you just, there's like a 30 year gap where like, but dads put their lives on hold. Yeah. yeah. Dads are, dads can be just monstrous in terms of their dedication to their family. Yeah. That, that's why my favorite Jim Gaffigan <laughs> joke of all time is him just describing taking your kids to Disney world as a dad. And he's just like, this is why my dad was mad all the time. I spent <laughs> a shit ton of that's money great. and these kids are just angry that me, me and we're yeah. supposed to have the joy place on earth yeah man. I'm like, oh my sense. god dude anytime yeah if i would take my kids not that i have kids, yeah but if i have kids and if i take them anywhere i'm gonna be like you better be fucking thrilled that we're at cheesecake factory right now <laughs> yeah. you're ordering pasta that's 
I could make this at home for a two. Yeah, cents. <laughs> same thing with like the original National Lampoon's Vacation with Chevy Chase. When it's just the road trip of him just wanting to give his family a good time, and he just loses his fucking shit because it's just like I just want everybody to be fucking happy. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing else going on. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah, that's very that makes sense. Sorry, people um, are off the rails here. But yes, here's what I've made. We, we've hit most of the topics. Right? Well, yeah, we're back to. What, I wrote down you, some notes too. I could pull. From yeah. Those. Well, I was asking you what you've been, what you what have been I doing what have I New done? York City. So yeah. I got a lot of advice, and this goes back to the Shalom thing. So I did this show at this brewery show in Framingham with this guy Brett Druck, he's a funny comedian. I think he opens and features for Steve Hofstadter. Yeah, no, I've seen him perform. Yeah, yeah. so he. Um, he and I've heard this advice from a lot of people, and at first I'm like, this guy's an idiot, but he's right though. You you shouldn't just kill yourself at the mics. Like mics can at times be a waste of time. Like you can get more out of going to a show, watching a show, meeting other comics. You know, you don't want to get stuck in the mic scene, which is never really something that happens in Boston. You, you it's not like right. people just do mics. It's like I mean, I guess some people do, but it's 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 weird cuz you can get just stuck there and just become a mic hero versus so I've I've tried to be I've, you looked at him like he's a mic hero. No, no, I was just like I, I was just thinking about someone posted in like the San Antonio comedy group being like, "Oh, I'm doing it." I was like, "I'm doing an open mic, but I need like it's for uh, pro comics only." And then someone commented saying like, a, "A pro comic or a pro open mic comic?" Ah, <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, "Yeah, that's, there, there there's a difference." But yeah, yeah anyway, moving yeah. on. So. Yeah, I mean, trying to do like a, a mic and, a, and go to a show or hang at a show every night. I mean, that's the ideal. I've also started, I've just barked for a few people, which I know barking has a bit of a stench on it. There was, I was telling Pete before you got here, there was a New York Times reporter at the at the Grizzly Pear yesterday who was um, doing, like asking, interviewing barkers and stuff. <laughs> and uh, I was like, y- don't use my name. Like, I'll give you some information. It's just a false please. name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want people yeah. to know this. Yeah. <laughs> so, but barking, it works. No, like, that's the thing, though. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like when you're like... You know, I'm I'm doing independent shows and stuff, but also why not? I've gotten shows off of the sets that I do barking sets, and and they're they're good audiences. You know, if you if you got a packed out Friday night, I mean, you make a decent amount of money, you get a good audience. So like, uh, I, I I get that there's the stigma with it, but uh, I have I have been barking, and it's it's decent stage time. You know, even gotten some tapes from it. Oh yeah, oh no, exactly. And the tapes you have are, are beautiful. <laughs> oh, Pete, yeah. it's like Sean, no, it's like leave us alone. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I did for an hour. I don't know what you guys did. That's true. Listen, I, I, we put, I, we put I on gotta more prepare. clothes. Yeah. I gotta prepare for <laughs> no, but I uh, no, but like think about near. I mean, like you got to get on. You gotta get in front of real audiences as soon yeah, as possible. Like, that's like the one thing I tell anyone who wants to get into comedy is just like, as soon as you're ready to do a show, fucking do it. As soon as you're offered yes. to do a show, fucking yes. do it. Because I, you'll realize, like, wow, this audience is responding differently than these ten jaded comics Hundo, don't care Hundo, about. Hundo I, P. I, Pete, I, Hundo I also think there's yeah. a thing of just that trial by fire, man. Just like, yeah. you know, like you can like at a certain point you hang out with people enough, you're gonna be able to make like just make them laugh because they become your friends. Like getting a fucking just random stranger to laugh their fucking ass off, like that's what this is fucking about like. and i think i don't know if this is a hot take or this has been said before but i feel like barked in audiences especially the pair greenwich village the lantern any of those any of those clubs um they are the the closest you'll get to a universal like um like international like road room they're yeah. just random people mm. they, they 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 don't necessarily have an expectation about comedy they're not comedy snobs necessarily they might be fans that maybe is why they agreed to go into the show um but they 
You know, they're 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 from everywhere. They're from fucking tons of Australians. There England, are a lot of Aussies in the village. Midwest people traveling from Ohio, Florida. So you get a good diverse crowd and, of white people. Yeah, of, of white people. <laughs> that is, you know, that is a that is such a hack joke for non-white comics. I, <laughs> like you guys, what a what a what a diverse group of no white people. No, honestly, like, come on, man. The one thing I hate more than like people I should do that in the black about, room. I should yeah. do what a diverse group <laughs> of black <laughs> folks. Oh, I, I, I did. That would be crazy. I, I did a room of all non white people before yeah, sure. and i'm like oh i'm the minority here this feels great yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's fun I was, it was a room full of nothing but muslim americans i'm like oh, really yeah and which i was just that? like i feel better than everyone here i'm like <laughs> look at my privilege on display <laughs> uh that was a you know muhammad gay uh i've heard of him is uh, that he, marvin gay's uh yeah, <laughs> it's conversion his, name yeah, yeah it's this guy he, he converted the <laughs> that's mu- such a his, weird marvin, name marvin gay didn't gay. die marvin uh, gay uh, became I, yeah muslim I'm, I'm pretty show. sure their, their religion hates uh, gay people. I had a show people. over Williamsburg. Uh, he runs a couple of mics and stuff. Too, okay. He, I've heard he was actually on my comic strip audition. how we met. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was. Uh, I did Broadway with him. Yeah. yeah he's a he, funny guy. Yeah, he's, he's a really cool guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he did actually, he didn't tell me though, like what the show was going to be because it was like a kind of like, like we put on a show, but it's a meet and greet for people who are new to the city, but yeah. it's all Muslim Americans. Cool. And, and it's like, I wouldn't care. It was like, like I just got there. I'm like, what's different about this than usual? <laughs> Oh, I'm the only white person yeah. for like ten miles. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. <laughs> it just, but but it just would be nice to have a heads up, just in the same way that you'd like to know anything about a room. Yeah. You're like you're like, are these people rowdy? Are these people uh, like quiet and and uh, easily offended? Are the mm-hmm. you know are these people from a different background than me? It's just not whatever intel you yeah. can get. It, it's nice. <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, I help run a room at the white in white plains, and uh, one of the comedians comes like, hey, what's the room like tonight? Well, it's uh, old Jews. And slightly older Jews, like yeah, those, yeah. Those, that's, that's going to be ta- Westchester for you. That and yeah. Italians, yeah. <laughs> like those yeah, crowds Italians over there. Italians and old Jews are the ones who love Westchester yeah, comedy. Which is why when Allie Colbert did her set there, when she like that, talked that's about when she talked, I mean, she's tiny and like she's, she's, looks, she's like she looks big. like she's twelve years old, even though she's like twenty six. I may have seen. It. Does she have glasses? No, no. She no. was. On, she's been on uh, Tonight Show. A different little. She person. was on. She was on uh, Fallon. Yeah, she was on. Um, that's, that's, that's the Tonight Show. Jimmy. I yeah. I forget. I forget all the titles. Of I do all too. Of them. I just so say it's they're, like, all, yeah. they're all not good. I, yeah, I so. she's on Carpool so Karaoke. Like, <laughs> but no. But she the first uh, like the first comic who who went up like had a hard time like breaking the room. But as soon yeah. as she went up, like the first joke she did was talking about like I know I look like I'm about to be bought mitzvah or something, and that yeah. immediately yeah. broke the room because nice. like they all seemed like people who were at like a bar bought mitzvah. I wouldn't have laughed. I didn't get it. I wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would have. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Because she was like, she was uh, terrified going up because that crowd was just, it was like, it's hard breaking that crowd in the they very were like, beginning. They were like, it's too cold. Yeah. It's too cold. <laughs> it's like, it's 74 degrees in here. Like, it's literally cannot give you I can't see. It's like, it's, <laughs> stages. Yeah, they are. I just. No, it's like, they, they complain about like a they pillar complain, that's They complain not, about like, everything. I hate yeah. seating people in that room. It's so oh, I, trust me. I, I know that I'm, uh, as we decided my titles now, the generic manager there. Frank's the general manager. I'm the yeah. jerk when he's not there. I just. I, I mean, people. yeah, you can stand up to people. I can. It's just like well, yeah. all they have to do is blow on me, and I'll. He's go. got that bully energy. I do. <laughs> like, listen, big bully energy. I do have big bully energy. Yeah. Small penis though. Small Mary, penis. Just, yeah. I got the bigger dick. Small <laughs> penis. I probably do like, actually. Yeah. That would. I think that. That's would always make how sense. it works. Yeah. Dude. The tall, lanky dudes just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just gravity. Let's hang. You know? <laughs> you think? I might have a bigger dick. If I just lose the fat, like it'll grow out more. But as of right now, it's just. I love it. I love the David Tell joke. He's like, Do I have a really tiny dick or? Just giant legs. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> true. Yeah, he's great, but uh, I mean, uh, another thing that I've done—I don't know if you guys have done this—but moving in, I mean, moving to the city, you're looking for any opportunity. I'm trying to, especially, get in at clubs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, two things. Obviously, just fucking 
go to shows, network, and reach out to people. Like, don't be afraid to just send them a tape, and you know, you might not hear back for three months, but just who cares? Who cares? Just that's one thing that I didn't do. Um, the studio actually, they they relocated. So in 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 Boston, they they were this great room and this like classic room that you'll see a lot of tapes from. And then they had a hiatus where they were moving to Somerville from Cambridge, like a mile down. It's a great room. It's awesome. Um, but they had a hiatus, and so I when I first started. Do you guys Nick th- know Nick Thune? Yes. I so love Nick, Nick Thune. Thune, I heard this. Po- I heard him say this it's on actually a podcast. Actually, next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Just- I heard him say this on a podcast where he had this red jacket set or something, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You can only be seen first once." So I took as an amateur like open micer. I'm like, he's right. You know, I I can't put myself out there until I'm ready. So I never reached out to the studio until I was like. two and a half three years in even though i could have been you know reaching out for spots there a year and a half in you know so i think that's something that that good comics can fall into Mm -hmm. not you know whatever but not um, us no no but i i know like uh like i'll I'll shout him out nate davis very funny comic i don't think he gets the credit he deserves in boston Mm, Uh, he's i think he's very funny i messaged him once i think i was high one night i'm like you're funny dude (laughs) (laughs) nothing quite like a weird 3 a.m dm from a (laughs) From a comic you met one time for ten yeah. seconds. No, but I mean, some people just don't don't. You got to put yourself out there. You're your only chief marketing officer. That's yeah. all you have. Yeah. No I, one is no one's yeah. representing you yeah. but yourself. So I've, you, uh, I've started messaging clubs uh, like offerings. I do, I do photography too for a lot of shows and sure. stuff. Sure, that's uh, a good in. My my idea was like, hey, I'll just do some shots for spots. Like I'll take I'll shoot your entire show. Give me a five minute guest spot. I love that. And uh, West Side just gave me a definitive no with a period. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> wow. yeah. I'm like, they were like, we want to make sure this person gets it. I no. respect that actually. Yeah. No with a period is brutal. I was just like, okay, all right, fine. Was like, it undercase or uppercase? Uh, uh, uppercase and lowercase you- o. Period. That's period. an intern who's so sick of people DMing You're that right, page. That they're just like, they're just yeah, like, I don't want to come up with like a paragraph on why. I'd rather be left that's in red. Good, I'm going to parlay yeah. that, if you will, Peter. Yeah, go for into, it. Into See? Make fun of me uh, on my own podcast. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, but like other avenues, like doing the industry room, you know, you see that advertisement yeah. all the time on free mics. Um, you know, you have to bring, I don't know, you you give this club, what, a collective $300 dude, by the people you bring? But it's good stage time. You get a tape. You can get spots. I got spots from it. You know, have I so, seen your dumb face on free mics? <laughs> like, the, like this person got passed in the no, industry. No, he, he sent it to me privately, but he didn't put it on free mics. I was actually kind of hoping. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I want. Like, I always hate it when like I see someone like who bombs at an open mic and also just like rubs me the wrong way, and then I see them on you see free their mics face for a yeah. month. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. Like, Fucking get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, but I mean, or that, or like I hear that you know taking a class. I forget which club. Like I think it's New York Comedy Club. You take yeah. a class. Mm-hmm. It's basically just like pay me for it. Pay them four hundred bucks, and uh, you get an opportunity. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah. And also like you probably should pay them four hundred bucks. Like, yes, I know. Yeah. UCB awful. great way to network too. Just like if you want to take classes and network. My girlfriend you know? um, is uh, is in uh, the UCB Academy, so she's done yeah. one through four. And oh, so she's, she's like a improv. cult leader at this point, right? She's a cult leader. She's very good. She's very I, funny. Improv's improv's very impressive. It's just, yeah, it's not for me. No, like I mean, when you see people who are really good at oh, it, it boy. astounds it is, yeah. me. So like, fun. like people who like are really good at it, and you watch them, and you every every moment in that scene, they always have the perfect joke or segue and it's amazing i think like, great how, improv is yeah. what stand-ups wish they could be exactly no i that's a hundred percent true like right on the money right there like mm-hmm. every like i just i auditioned for two improv troops once at my old college and then once at the college i transferred to and i could actually always tell who got it because it was always the guy who was able to like you always knew what the funniest thing would be at every moment in the scene. It was yeah. like, motherfucker, I wish I could do that. That's why I couldn't <laughs> yeah. do that because I couldn't just I couldn't let somebody else be the funniest one in the scene. Yeah, I'm like, yeah you gotta be a good supporter. Also, also because it was like, all right, everybody, we're getting in a car. 
I'd be like, this is fucking stupid. Why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah, that's why you do stand up because you yeah. want to you want to drive. You yeah, know, I don't want to be the passenger in this yeah. imaginary vehicle. I would be like midway through, I'm like this, this is dumb. Let me just talk to the audience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, hey guys, I know this is so stupid. Hey, right? yeah. are any of you on Tinder? Yeah, Sean, yeah. Sean, we're underwater. Oh, <laughs> I think that'd be a funny sketch. Like if just like it's an improv troupe, but one guy decides to quit. Do stand up. Stand up. He starts working the crowd. Yeah. I feel like that's just been a reality. I feel yeah. like. Oh, yeah. just people like remember the the mike birbiglia movie what was it called oh, uh, don't, don't think, think twice? twice yeah we're like jinx we're just showed all the drama between like the improv troupe being like oh you just want to stage to yourself don't you yeah <laughs> you i'm know? like i'm like i feel like that hit home to a lot of people it's funny yeah. my girlfriend won't watch that movie because she doesn't want to get like tainted by the potential like uh oh. taboos and stuff in improv which i respect She's trying to keep herself out of it. From my knowledge of listening Honestly, to podcasts about improv, it's just it's usually just a lot of people fuck each other and then fuck each other over. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's like super that's, that seems like what the, the running theme throughout it. I met my girlfriend in the improv group I was in in college. Yeah, see, yeah. See, you fucked. Yeah, you're like, yeah. No, you're honestly, like, you just hey, gotta... you would you want to go on a date with? I'm doing improv. <laughs> she's yeah. doing. He's doing hand motions. He's yeah. doing Italian. You're a you're a guinea. You're a, you're a, you're Bro, a you do not use that fucking word in my fucking house. We <laughs> we've done two scenes so far on this podcast actually uh, is one this of them i cut because it was just so stupid and no, i said I'm, like I'm oh sorry. maybe if we do a patreon i'll make it like a patreon That's funny. No, yeah, no, we're not you know I, I, yeah. several times during this podcast i've checked my mic to make sure it's on so i think we're okay i think yeah. we're doing well, sean has the, the i i yeah. i, I measure the levels at all oh, times yeah. it's a light man yeah yeah what what are these one of these sessions i want like one of these sessions when we do a really good recording session i want to just be like Fuck man, that happens. No, oh, that happens. It, it, it happened one time when the batteries died and we lost 15 minutes in San Antonio. Right, right, but, but that wasn't so bad. I just want to get like a, a banger. I want an like interview. an hour, like we get Bill Burr on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just like the so best. Like, what it, you guys are doing? And all the only audio we get is just me and him talking, but not Bill. <laughs> like you hear me the freely laughing. Just, yeah, I just but I just want I just want to do this as a prank. Me like fuck man. Yeah, and then have them freak out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! no they, I don't think they'd freak out. We, I'd be fucking freaking out. Right? Like, yeah, they'd be like, "All right, well, I guess." Uh, right. I feel like most people when they come on the guest, like, I don't fucking care. I feel like most <laughs> guests on this podcast have been doing us a favor. <laughs> this yeah. is my first legit podcast outside oh, of that shit. van when we were all very. I mean, yeah. we were, like people were drunk and high. Not the driver, but well, he might have smoked is a baby. But everyone, I mean, we were talking into phones with pop sockets <laughs> yeah. on, and then we sang. We did like uh, we did Christian. We did. We did yeah. an imp- uh, their improvisers in the car. We did a so we did an improvised Christian rock song ab- about uh, a pro life Christian rock song, which mm-hmm. is pretty fun actually. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was like Nickelback uh, with with pro life lyrics. Hell yeah, which uh, I did like. <laughs> look that. at this fetus. No, yeah, it was it was <laughs> look at this sonograph. Yeah, oh, there we go. Look at this sonograph. That was what it was. That That's was, what started it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His feet are kicking, it makes me laugh. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine having a thing inside of you, like a person? <laughs> That's I've had some things inside, man. I bet you have, and they Whoa. were people. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine what half the population does? It's crazy. That's yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Women have such a hard life. It's like really yeah. tough. No, it is. I'm not being like it is hard. Like, yeah, you bleed like, all the time, and then you have to give birth. You, you bleed and then... every month for 45 years. Yeah, and then yeah. Some, and then every dude is just like, let me just fucking come in you, real yeah. Just, uh, just let me just, come let in you. Stick it in, and you have pressure to have a kid. Yeah, that needs to be the first the huge revolution for women is is elongating stop the clock. Kids. Is, is stop having kids. Yeah, I'm actually I'm on the reverse. I think women should just get it over with early. 
And then just and just, d- donate yeah, them. Just, just donate the kids. Yeah. Just donate the kids. Donate them to uh, where would they donate? Can, them I, can to? I tell you guys one eight hundred kids for cars? Crazy, <laughs> crazy. Do you think like no one would do that? Do you trade? think other countries no. can adopt American babies? That's a good question. Do you think like there's like an agency in like I don't know Berlin? It's like you want an American baby. Well, I think it's like all right. This is this is bad. This is a true thing. We'll get the yours, but like most people only want white babies. So probably. Well, that's, Asian, that's Asian babies are hot. Asian what, babies are hot. There's so many of them. It's like you know you go to Costco, you buy in bulk. <laughs> what? No, that made sense. No, no, because no one adopts six Asian babies. Somebody, that makes it sound like if you adopt, right. the more Asian babies you adopt, the cheaper they are. <laughs> oh, now I get it. Yeah, that was right. the joke. I mean, sure. it still doesn't but, make sense. All right, but yeah, all right, yeah, it's yeah. like uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of them. No, but I hear you. But I actually feel bad when a when a white family adopts an Asian baby because I had a lot of Asian friends who were, yeah. and I went over to their homes. I'm like, Cheryl, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like what's what is this? Yeah. It's just some person doing yoga. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, well, I guess that's Asian, but you're white. <laughs> Mom, I'm home. Yeah. Like, so, oh. but I always like. Like white parents are so much more uh, forgiving and 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 they really push their kids less than Asian parents generally. So I feel like if if I feel like if an Asian kid goes to a white parent, they're they're probably not going to be as successful as a person. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If an Asian uh, family goes, adopts a white kid, that kid that kid's Zuckerberg. Gonna, you yeah. got the next Zuckerberg right there. Mm-hmm. Explains why he married an Tiger Asian mom woman. with white privilege. Are you kidding me? We, yeah. That's a recipe for success. So uh, yeah. yes, uh, have babies and donate them to China. Yeah. <laughs> Just have your yeah. This podcast no weird. because then we'll. <laughs> Yeah. I fucking love it, man. Yeah. I'm trying to shape the world. It's okay. Yeah. No one's listening in China. We we made sure Not last yet. episode we get. Oh yeah, canceled no, in your China. last episode we got. I don't think you guys China. are indexed on Baidu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, the, yeah, that's their Google. Yeah. Um, but no. So I uh, have you guys had? Uh, do you guys have like a real rough like open mic experience where someone really heckled you? Because I do in Boston. Uh, I don't because everyone gets. If I actually yell at them, they get scared. Well, this guy yelled at me. So I was doing a joke. I don't know why, but I, I, I still I think it's very interesting. But I would focus a lot f- when I started out on race, which is weird. <laughs> smart, smart. It is smart. I think it's, it's what the people of white want. People. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's 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 I just interesting because it's it's something that's so pervasive in everyone's lives that you have no control over. So yeah. I just think that's inherently interesting. Mm-hmm. So I would talk about it and I would do this joke where. And I actually think it's a, a premise that's been done before. So I don't even do it anymore. But mm-hmm. it was like when when my mom and I are at a restaurant. I like to play this game where when she's trying to describe someone that I don't see, I'll count the number of adjectives she uses before she says they're black. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And it's usually three or something. Yeah. And then she just whispers. She's like, he's black. <laughs> and I'm like, I think you knew that already. Like, you don't need to keep this information. From yeah. him, you know? So I did that. And it's a fun. Yeah, it's whatever. It would go well sometimes. It wouldn't other times. But this time I was at King's, which is a bowling alley that's also has a side lounge. And it's very chic. It has like black leather like with a pockmark booths and uh everything that's not black is like red low dim lighting they would have like wedding band showcases before the open mic and they were some great bands but so the mic was it was a cool vibe but there was such a big room it was like a lounge where you could you really knew you were doing well when people would turn around in the booths because like half the people have their backs to you so i'm doing the set and this 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 black guy had turned around and i did that joke but it wasn't because he was interested in my material. I like kept going for a little bit. And then he he stood up and yelled, like, this is exactly what he yelled. Sit your ass down. Like, <laughs> full chest. Like, sit your ass down. 
Yeah. And was, I did. Like, was he big? Or? He was, no, mid-sized. Okay. He was just a right sedan. Like, he was a sedan of a man. Just a, just a deep black voice. And this was, you know, he, yeah, yeah. This was right after he did that joke. And he was in the wedding band showcase before me, and he was so fucking good. <laughs> he was, he, he really, he sounded like, he did a Marvin Gaye cover song. Oh, nice. Damn. He was amazing at piano. He was so, he was so talented. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, and he's yelling at me. So I got down, and he came over, and he did that thing where, you know, when people run up to you after, or you just, move during a show when a show is going on where they do like that goblin sprint yeah crowd the crouch sprint yeah. you know what i mean so like they don't draw attention which only draws more attention yeah it's, you look it's, like it's, a gerbil if you just walk it'd be way better yeah, you so, should really so after you screamed that you just got off stage i i said uh yeah i was i was You're so just like, i voted for obama and then <laughs> 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 that would have been the best response yeah. that would have been a good response <laughs> yeah. i uh shit if i could go back in time but um, so he, yeah, I mean, I was so I was like six to nine months in. I had no idea what to do with right, this. Right, right. And I was like been. scared. I was, I was one. I was, I wasn't scared. I was scared because like this guy was yelling at me, and I was also like hurt because I'm like, oh shit, I've done the opposite of what I came here to do. I'm not trying to offend. I'm just trying to make you laugh. So I was really, I was like, oh man, I not only bombed, but I like hurt someone's feelings. So I felt really bad. And he ran up to me, and he started really getting close and poking my chest and everything. Oh. And he smelled amazing, if I can say that. <laughs> he smelled so. I'm like, should I lean in? Let's yeah, do this. Yeah. So he was he was poking me, and I I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like I don't know your perspective. I'm I'm really I maybe shouldn't talk about that. And th- he said this to me verbatim. He's like, it's not about perspective. It's about the facts. Do you remember the three-fifths compromise? And I'm like, do you? <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And, and we just went on this debate. And we, he, he, like, we like went outside and we kept talking about it. <laughs> and, and I'm like, dude, I, I'm like at th- this point, I've got, I'm getting a little frustrated. He like, 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 comes out of like, the door. He's your roommate now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's my roommate. He like, becomes your up. friend. Yeah. You're still fighting. <laughs> yeah. um, that's why I'm sitting right now. Yeah. Um, I, I never stand uh, in front of black people. <laughs> I sit my ass down because I know so, my place. Yeah. But, It'd be funny if you just came up and be like, nah, man, that's not how that's it went. That's not how it went down. No. So, so again, he, he kept and, and, uh, and there was so we're outside and he's standing on this like stoop so now he's literally talking down to me he's above me mm-hmm. and at no point am i like you're wrong i'm like i'm sorry I, I i i'm sorry i offended you like i apologize and he just kept going and at one point i did say like i've done the show in front of like uh like comics who are black no one said anything like i've asked them they said it's fine you know what i mean <laughs> which is i don't know if that's okay to say but <laughs> but he was like uh, he's like he's like what about this bill cosby He's like Bill Cosby raped people, uh, and only you're only hearing about it 30 years later. I'm like, what? Do you the think fuck I'm, are you talking? Do you about? think I'm going to tell this joke for 30 years, and then I'm going to end up on late night? Well, so yeah. far I'm really confused on what his argument was. I don't like, know. Like, he was like, just mad, and he and he needed to get it out. He just he just heard a white guy say black, and they're like, well, here I go. No, but I think I think that was a thing. It's because at Mike's, not everyone's listening to every word. So I think, at right. some, you know, I, I, had, I had said like my mom's like accidentally racist sometimes. I said black a few times. And then I did some jokes where like she's describing the guy or whoever I can't see. And she's like, um, she, he has kids. They look just like him. But just because they're related, you know what I mean? Just yeah, like yeah. silly little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he started catching those little uh. tags and was like, this guy is not doing a good thing up here. So he thought he was doing the right thing. You know what I mean? 
and it was just a very traumatic experience for me. I have footage of it somewhere. I should dig it up. It's fun. <laughs> Wait, you recorded like just what him or you just like, your no, phone no, no, was... no, no, no. The the host of the mic, Angela Sawyer. Oh, ah. oh, oh, I see. I the host, see, I the host see. of the mic would would record sets and like oh, send them shit. to you, and it was it was brutal. That's something you should release like when you're bigger. <laughs> uh, no, like, I would never. No, yeah. yeah like... Well, no, it's just like a, it's like a. Oh, this happened to me once. I always, I think about that sometimes, just being like, oh. Here's here's some shitty thing I did for all you people who are bored with what I do now. <laughs> right. You so know, if I ever get a big opportunity, or like, if I quit comedy, I'll yeah, post if it. I get if I get like True. a late night spot somewhere like on TV, uh, first thing I'm doing is deleting every podcast I've ever done. Right. And like that's just like I'm not gonna even. I've, risk I've, it. I've, I've I listened to this podcast in prep, and I heard you say that. But uh, do you say that every episode? <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, we're gonna delete this every every week. No, we 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 will make you cancel proof we will delete yeah, your episode if you get a big yeah. thing in case yeah, you're, you're, that's, that's a new yeah. career yeah, yeah. that's yeah, a like, new yeah, like, that's no. a new like agent uh, right yeah, job just, just the guy who scrolls makes you to the bottom proof. of your twitter feeds like we're taking yeah. everything out yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> exactly yeah that's i don't I, why are people still i think twitter? we're creating jobs it is like it's a gig economy so yeah <laughs> it's a gig economy yeah i'll uh, come through your twitter for uh, the hundred you could definitely hire a task rabbit guy to delete <laughs> oh, any tweet absolutely. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, can, you can hire me i, d- I need money yeah, he'd, he'd task rabbit. go yeah. through my ten thousand tweets and retweets yeah. and find the shit that's gonna get me in trouble yeah, what, yeah. what's, what's yeah. gonna ruin my life do you have but, any more pressing questions? But uh, yeah. anyway, finishing up, I just want to—I just want to ask you. Um, so you mentioned one comic who I forgot the name of already, who's really good in Boston. What was yeah. the name again? I, I mean, I mentioned a few, uh, like a pro, like an all, like a pro comic. Yeah, like who's like fu- who's like funny in Boston right now? Who who do you have to see in Boston? Sure. Right now? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Will Noonan's super. I think he was voted like the best of like funniest comic in Boston, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Crone, super funny. Corey Rodriguez is a, is a straight up killer. He's amazing. He's done Conan. Um, he he did Conan recently. That was great. Uh, Kelly McFarland's a beast. Um, I'm no, I'm gonna forget. Oh, Dan Bulger is super funny. Dan's one of those people. Like Dan, uh, I think live with like Joe List and and uh, Tom Tom Dustin moved to Florida, but he's he's a funny guy too. Florida, Florida, yeah. He, to, he to do comedy. Yeah, dude. He like started a club. I think he's doing real well. We're in Florida. He loves it. I. Boca? No, not Boca. Boca Raton? That's I, don't, a, I don't even know where Boca is. It's near. So, it's near. It's um, near Miami, Miami? I believe. Yeah, yeah it's Yami, like south, south of Miami. I do yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. The, the Lauderdale. It's near Lauderdale. But um, uh, in terms of like comics who who are like, you know, my level or, or a bit above. Who? I, Jonathan Tilson's moving here. He's super funny. Big fan of big fan of Johnny Tills. Chris Kenback, um, Kendra Landsberg. These are all comics who are like, you know, f- four to six years in. Nice. Um, that are that are that are solid. That I'd give Liam McGurk, hilarious. Um, I'm I'm gonna forget the people and they're gonna be mad. But nice. You well, know what? Check them out. Check if them you're out. In the check Boston them out. Area. Follow them on Twitter. And I have a. Oh. I don't know. We can do plugs at the end. Well, uh, we're, we're, the end? we're, we're like getting at towards the end. end. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're like at the end. Do you have any like one last thing you want to talk about? I don't have any other notes. No, no, I got nothing. Wait, he this came guy prepared. Came, this guy came prepared. I came. No one else has ever notes, come. He's come more prepared than I did. More prepared than <laughs> he up on time. He came on time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could. I don't think uh, I got nothing else. I got nothing okay, else for cool. you guys. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Well, some, uh, again, Zach Russell. If you want to see him and you live in Cleveland for yeah, some baby, reason, or you want to, if you want to, if you live in Ohio, or you're going to be in Ohio, you can check him out at the Cleveland Comedy Festival happening November 13th and 16th. And can um, I do the Instagram and Twitters? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Instagram at Zach Russell Comedy mm-hmm. and uh, Instagram Russell 
two underscores mania. Russell mania. Russell mania. Oh, uh, I like that. That's, yeah. It's all right. And I, like um, I do. I run a monthly show in, in Chelsea at Offside Tavern. So if you guys oh, want, nice. if anyone wants to swing by, I'd love, yeah, I'll come by. Love to Hell have yeah. you. Give me the old follow on the IG. Ooh, baby. Thank you so much for having us. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Uh, we hope to hang see out you around. Now we met you and we're close by-ish. Unless I have to drive in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, follow me at BigBerry63 on Instagram. Follow my other podcast, The Big Berry Podcast on Instagram. You just type in my name on Twitter and Instagram. I hate doing what the whole a lazy spiel. Like, oh, it's, it's Westchester po- Woke Boy on Instagram. You trying change, to change it. it. You gotta change it. Yeah, I mean, if you're that embarrassed joke. to say your handle, that's probably it the handle. It was fun fault. at the time. It was funny for it like was a fun week at the time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's dead. You just, but you can type in my full name on Twitter and Instagram. I think that's what Shane Gillis said. Fun at the time. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm pushing boundaries with my Instagram. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, anyway, I've been Peter Clark Deutsch. I've been Sean Barry. And you've been listening next week. All right.